basically, he said the unvaxxed are the new terrorists. That's what he did. Like, he showed more anger towards that 80 million than the orderly and kind Taliban, right? The very business, like... While the Taliban roar through the Panjshir Valley, the last remaining area of resistance, going to -to door-to-door, executing families, including two 12-year-old boys, and the brother of the former president, who was tortured first, then executed in front of his family before they were killed. The White House was busy putting out a statement in writing. So you can be sure they weren't misunderstood. That statement called the Taliban. Well, I'll read from the horrified Hindustan Times. Businesslike, professional, and cooperative. It's this week's first insane thing. Naturally, Peter Ducey asked Circleback Saki, White House spokesperson, about that. They're saying the Taliban is businesslike and professional. Their interior minister has an FBI wanted poster. He's got a $10 million bounty on his head. That's What's the business? We are here to celebrate the return of American citizens who wanted to leave Afghanistan. In order to get those people out, we had to work with some members of the Taliban to press them uh, and to work uh, in a businesslike manner to get them out. Yeah, they're great. Which leads us to insane thing number two. The whole world on Saturday, 9-11, the 20th anniversary, will watch a sick and insane debacle underwritten by the Biden administration. The swearing-in, and they've chosen Saturday 9-11, the 20th anniversary, on purpose, the swearing-in of the new all-terrorist Taliban government, including an accused terrorist, uh, Sir Houdin Haqqani, with a $5 million FBI bounty on his head. What's that bounty say? Why is the FBI so miffed at him? Oh, his Taliban connections. That, and he runs the Haqqani Network. What's the Haqqani Network? Well, among other things that they do, ISIS suicide bombings. Who did the Taliban put in charge of Kabul again? After we sent General McKenzie in the beginning of August to negotiate with them in Doha. Remember, the Taliban said, hey, y'all can have you, y'all can have Kabul. You can get your people out. You can have it. And McKenzie said, no, 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 no. We want to give it to you. Well, the Taliban turns around and put the Haqqani Network in charge of Kabul. You know, the Haqqani Network, who, according to the New York Times, in August of 2019, is the primary conduit for ISIS suicide bombings and is an al-Qaeda outfit. Those people, yeah, that's who was manning the checkpoints while Americans were trying to get through. No wonder they couldn't. Well, that guy who runs the Haqqani Network is now the Afghan Interior Minister. He'll run the police and the equivalent of the Afghan FBI with a price on his head. His dad was a prominent member of the Al-Qaeda network who sheltered bin Laden when he was on the run in Afghanistan. In fact, George W. Bush once negotiated with his father saying we wouldn't invade Afghanistan if Haqqani's dad would just turn over bin Laden. Haqqani's dad said to pound sand and Al-Qaeda protected him. The Haqqani still do today. Even the actors on Homeland understand this, but not our Secretary of State or our military leaders or Biden himself. Heck, if you watch Homeland, I love that show. The perennial ISIS and Al-Qaeda bad guys on that show were a Connie. In other words, even Claire Danes, the actress who played Carrie Matheson, knows what Hakani is. 
Maybe they ought to have her to the White House to explain to Slow Joe and the Pentagon leaders. Haqqani is ISIS and Al-Qaeda. They just took over the government. And to humiliate us on the world stage, they're going to swear them in on Saturday, you know, to try to steal the thunder and mock us. Well, you know what we should do? You know what we would do if we were serious? And folks, this shows you how little fear of us the Taliban have. Lord, they've told us where they're going to be on Saturday, including a wanted terrorist. We should do what Trump did to Soleimani at the turnstile. Kaboom! Problem solved. They're so confident we won't that they've announced where they're going to be. It will be an international level humiliation for the U.S. to watch this terrorist and the Gitmo 4 sworn in as members of the new Taliban government, the all-terrorist superstate Taliban government on 9-11. But it's a humiliation that's been in the works for a long time. None of this is an accident. Obama went and got the traitor bird doll specifically so he could let the Taliban's former terrorist leaders back out. Obama and now Biden's people, they're all the same people, have been building toward this day for a long time. First letting the leaders out. Oopsie. Then leaving the $62 billion equipment in equipment behind without disabling much of it. Not an oopsie. And then leaving the 5,000 prisoners we'd captured over 20 years. Many men died trying to capture these guys, including al-Qaeda and ISIS terrorists. And we leave them behind at Bagram for the Taliban to free. Terrorists who are on international want, want list, wanted lists. Folks, none of this is an accident. The Obama people have been building toward this day for a long time. None of that makes Congress member Michael Walls feel any better. He used to be special forces in Afghanistan. Here, I'll let him tell you the rest. You know, every time I don't think this situation can get any worse, it does. Uh, as you know, I led... Uh, special operations forces in the search for Bergdahl, uh, who we knew at the time had stacked up his gear, left his weapon behind, sent emails to his father denouncing America and, and deserted his post. Yet we stopped everything because we don't leave fellow Americans behind, even deserters. Uh, and, and good soldiers were killed in that search looking for him. And, and then to see mm-hmm. fast forward, to see him declared a hero Uh, by Susan Rice and the same people that were around Obama that are now around Biden uh, on top of this trade, uh, allowing the Taliban to pick its most wanted, its top draft picks uh, out of Guantanamo to now see them in charge of what is quickly becoming a terrorist super state is just a slap in the face. Uh, And to have this on the week of 9-11, the 20th anniversary, it's just outrageous. And frankly, it's unforgivable. But not accidental. So, Congressmember Walsh, how do you feel about this? The Taliban has basically said that looking forward uh, in the future, a couple of days here on Saturday, it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. That day, they anticipate you know, having a big ceremony showing their new government. I, I just wonder what you think about that. Like, you signed up to serve after we were attacked. And to, to have this happen... On the very day on 9-11, what are your thoughts on that? It, it's paining my soul. It hurts me to my core. Yeah, me too. 
Let's hit the fourth most insane thing. A staggering new inflationary record. The Labor Department put this out hmm, yesterday. That'd be the very day Biden chose for the vaccine mandate speech. That wasn't an accident. That's the highest jump in producer prices on record. Those are the prices manufacturers pay. Then they pass them along to you. It's a record, all right. The previous record was set this year, too, under Biden. It was in the high sevens. Oh, and the record before that, set this year, too, 5.5, also under Biden. You going to feel that at the store? Darn skippy you are. Because the Federal Reserve's beige book, based on that, just forecast significant price hikes in the coming months. You mean on top of the shocking prices at the store now? Yup. I'd mandate vaccines, too, to distract from that. It shows you how big of a disaster it is, honestly. Okay, now for the big one, the vaccine mandate, where I'm supposed to believe that an administration that leaves Americans behind in a war zone run by terrorists as a matter of policy, a president who, when asked, are you going to leave Americans behind, laughed from the podium. So did his vice president. I'm supposed to believe that guy and his whole administration also walks around in mortal terror that I'll get COVID. A cold with a survival rate of over 99%. Yeah, sure. They'd leave me behind in Afghanistan, but they're terrified that I might catch a cold. (laughs) No, they're not. It's the final insane thing this week, and it wasn't what people think. Oh, it was stone cold evil. We've gone from two weeks, just two weeks, it won't be two weeks, folks, to stop the spread to three shots to work. What's up next? Four jabs to eat? Maybe we shouldn't give them any ideas. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. And then Chairman Biden said this. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. Okay, let me explain what just happened here, because it's even more than you think. But first, let me take credit. Told you so. Longtime listeners to this podcast knew this was coming. It shouldn't have shocked you at all. That's why I've spent so much time on it. I knew the left here couldn't stand to watch the dictatorial authoritarian left around the world from Israel to Spain to Canada to the UK to France get vaccine passports and the ability to literally control where people could go, forcing them to ask government permission to engage in life, to work, to shop and in some cases to eat. They couldn't stand it. They would try a power grab. This is it. This is their mad bid for East German-style papers. A requirement to check in at what will amount to checkpoints. But wait, you say? He didn't mention anything about vaccine passports. No, that was the brilliance of how they laid this out yesterday. They're backing into it. What Biden proposed yesterday was the same authoritarian vaccine passport regime that has had hundreds of thousands of French in the streets, hundreds of thousands of Brits in the streets, and at times led to violence. But wait, he didn't even say the words vaccine passports. He didn't have to. They're backing into it backwards, which is the brilliance of it. 
going through not the health department, but the labor department. The part that comes straight from France and the UK is the fines. Just this month, France and the UK, guess what? If you have an employee that's unvaxxed or isn't getting tested twice a week, it's nine dollars to $15,000 fine. You get three or four of those, you go to prison. The French-style system is exactly what Biden proposed yesterday. But knowing they'd probably get the wild and violent reaction seen across Europe to that, they backed into it backwards, putting the fines on first. That will very quickly, of course, necessitate a system to track it all. I mean, we can't rely on those little cardboard, easily Xeroxable cards now, can we? Very quickly, I predict by the end of the week next week, they'll be talking about the vaccine passports that Microsoft began developing, as you know, in January and rolled out in May. The federal government won't mandate them at all. They're free. Businesses will just tell their employees to download them. Now, why would you need a vaccine passport by Microsoft that will come complete with contact tracing? Because, folks... This isn't a two-shot deal. You know, the first and the second? No, no, no. In Israel, where they're a few months ahead of us because they already have vaccine passports, they're on their fourth shot. Yep, second booster. So what is going to happen here is that this passport's going to be needed to keep track of the shots, all the shots you're going to have to get. What will it look like? Like Israel, where they just announced this week... That's your vaccine passport, which if you don't have one, it's called a green pass, excludes you from Israeli life, makes you a second class citizen, unable to participate in work, leisure or society. It will now automatically expire every six months unless you get the booster. That's right. Your citizenship and personhood is now dependent on an expiration date that must be satisfied with a booster. A booster that, unlike any vaccines in the history of the United States of America, until the COVID vaccines, will not be vaccine trialed. Nope, it'll be Wild West. See, before this, the average FDA vaccine trial in America ran 7 to 15 years. We did them in third world countries. I did a whole series on it once. We did them in third world countries. The shortest vaccine trial ever. Before we came to market with a vaccine, four years. The boosters were every six months or so. And your personhood, and again, your citizenship, your participation in society, your ability to work, and let's face it, to feed your family and keep a roof over your head, will be conditioned on having a passport in good working order. Those are your papers. Folks, this has nothing to do with the shot or even COVID. This is East German style walking papers. Again, unlike in these other increasingly totalitarian nations, the federal government will never run this vaccine passport system. They won't have to. The companies will go straight to the websites, the app store, and tell you to download it yourself. What happens when you download it? They, you automatically give them permission to track everywhere you go everything you do. Biden actually brought that up in a roundabout way. 
It's this clip. No one else noticed it. I did because I know what he's talking about. We have the tools to combat the virus. If we can come together as a country and use those tools. If we raise our vaccination rate, protect ourselves and others with masking, expanded testing, and identify people who are infected, we can and we will turn the tide on COVID-19. Listen again to the tools he says we have. He's talking about Microsoft's vaccine passport. It literally will track you. Did you have dinner with Teresa last week? It was between 6.42 and 7.55? Yeah, Teresa is on the test twice a week plan and she tested positive for COVID. So your app will let you know you're going into quarantine. Oh, and good luck at work explaining that. Hope you don't lose your job. You still have a job? You're unvaccinated. Hey, we can recommend a location for you to get your fourth booster. That's how the passports will work. It's how they work in the UK and in France. It's why hundreds of thousands were in the streets both vaccinated and unvaccinated. It's what Biden's describing here. Let me play it again. With masking, expanded testing, and identify people who are infected. Note he doesn't say how. Identify people who are infected. I just told you how. Which leads us to our final insane thing this week. The big lie. The one that underpins this whole vaccine system. The same one they used to trick all those countries I mentioned before into accepting the pass. They dangled a future that's COVID-free in front of those countries. If you'd just accept this for a little while, like you accepted, two weeks of shutdown to flatten the curve, then by God, we could all be free and you should hate anyone who won't vax because they keep us from that wondrous future. It's a lie. It's the biggest lie that Biden told that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated and that if we do all this, we can return to regular life. Again, that's not true. They tell the people the truth about that now in Israel. Again, where they announced this week the fourth booster shot. Let me tell you what it's like once they finally get you on a vaccine passport system. It sounds like this. The country's national coronavirus czar, Salman Zarka, this is again in Israel, actually tells his people the truth that... They're gearing up for a fourth COVID shot. As I said earlier, that your vaccine passport will now expire every six months unless you get the booster and that this will go on forever. Here's what the UK Daily Mail reported this week. Israel is set to begin preparations to administer fourth dose. I'm sorry, I'm losing it. Fourth dose of the coronavirus vaccine as the country deals with soaring cases despite its trailblazing rollout of jabs. Yes, Israel is one of the most highly vaccinated countries on Earth. Yet despite being four jabs in now, they just hit an all-time high in cases. You should know they have the same Pfizer vaccine as we do. You're looking at your future. Except there, since they've already got them on the totalitarian vaccine passport system, they can tell the truth now. Here's what it is from coronavirus czar Salman Zarka. Given that the virus is here and will continue to be here, we also need to prepare for a fourth injection. He said, this is our life from now on in waves. See the lie Biden told that if we could just get these nasty unvaxxed to take the jab, it would end. It's a lie. They're learning that now in Israel. 
but they already turned over their freedom to the government and adopted the vaccine passports. It's too late there. He went on. It seems that if we learn the lessons from the fourth wave, we must consider the waves with the new variants, such as the new one from South America. He said he told the Times of Israel that people should expect to receive more vaccines to deal with new variants. So how's it all working out? This is unbelievable. Israel, a much smaller country than us, just had a higher number of cases per capita. Now, to be fair, the vaccine does seem to cut deaths. It's not as deadly. But in this current wave, it only cut them by half. So they just hit an all-time high in cases. Three jabs in. Folks, we're only two jabs in. They've lost their freedom to vaccine passports, and they're sicker than they've ever been. This is our future. The mirage, the lie that Biden told, will never be achieved. Nope, not even at 100% vaccination. We'll just be Israel, locked forever in a country where your citizenship and personhood depends on your vaccine passport being active. How many shots will you take? Remember, every single one of them for the first time in U.S. vaccination history will not be trialed. You're going to take it raw. They'll figure out later if they've got any side effects from it. Pretty much just like they did with the first two jabs. They sent Scott Gottlieb, former head of the FDA, out to break the bad news this week. Scott Gottlieb is also on the board of Pfizer. The sales pitch he used for the third and, get this, Fourth vaccine that are coming? Well, you ever been in sales? You ever heard anybody make a pitch? Can you imagine making a pitch in which you tell the customer your product sucks so bad that they need more and more and more because it will fail? Yet that's exactly what Gottlieb told CNN while floating the third and, yes, fourth jab. And again, you know it's coming because they're on jab number four. And they use the Pfizer vaccine in Israel. Here's Gottlieb's insane pitch. It is the final and last insane thing this week. He said it on CNN. Are we talking about the need for boosters at all because of the initial group that was part of the study for the vaccine is now showing that their immunity has worn down? Yeah, there's evidence that there is a decline in immunity over time. It's more pronounced in older individuals. A lot of that data comes out of Israel, where Israel has undertaken a broad campaign to make boosters available to their population. But there's also evidence of declining effectiveness in the U.S. trials as well. Um, You see declining efficacy over time, not against hospitalization. The vaccines are very protective against severe disease, and that seems to hold up. It's protection against um, infection. Yep. It's protection against infection that doesn't really work, which defeats the whole point of mandatory vaccines countrywide. I mean, if somebody doesn't want them, the vaccine, then what happens to them after that is their business, right? If you can't stop the spread. So here's that was the first part of the pitch. Yeah, I'm from Pfizer. I'm on the board and our vaccine sucks to stop the spread. So you need more. Here's the second part of the pitch. Listen to the word he uses in here. Immune memory. You're going to be hearing a lot of that coming up, that immune memory. You don't have immune memory. You can't go to work. You don't have immune memory. We can't let you into this grocery store to shop. It's exactly how it will go. 
And the concern is that if you start to see a decline in efficacy against uh, any symptomatic infection, even mild infection, eventually that's going to translate into more severe infections. And that's really the impetus for, for providing the boosters. The first two doses were provided so close together that they probably really served as two primes and not really a true booster. This third dose probably is going to serve as a true booster in terms of inducing immune memory and longer term, a more durable response. There's a lot of vaccines on the market that require three or four doses before you really get immune memory. So it's not unheard of to require multiple doses of a vaccine before you induce a more durable immunity. A more durable immunity? Shoot, I'm old enough to remember back three months ago when if you wrote on Facebook or Twitter that the shot wasn't actually 97% effective, you'd get banned, go to Facebook jail, or lose your social media account. But that was like, so then. And this is now the new truth. With these people, the truth always changes. Hey, one final bonus insane thing. If Joe Biden wanted to induce confidence in the shot, he'd have done one thing he didn't do, and nobody noticed it. Do you know that Pfizer and Moderna have complete legal immunity from side effects from the shot all the way and up to death? That's right. You take it, you're on your own, my friend. As a friend of mine used to say, you're on your own. Yep. All by yourself. You get injured from that shot, your family has to care for you for the rest of your life because you're a vegetable. Good luck. Hope you bought Pfizer stock. The boosters and the shot will continue to carry 100% complete legal immunity from lawsuit. So you got to take a shot to work, ultimately to eat, really, and they don't have to take any of the risk? Nope. Well, If it's so safe, why do they need legal immunity? Why didn't Biden vow to strip it? They shouldn't need it. It's totally safe. Completely effective, he said, right? (laughs) If it were totally safe and completely effective now, they wouldn't need the immunity, would they? And they didn't strip it, did they? And that is all you need to know.